Save big money on everything for your next project at Menards. Spring is here making it the perfect time for outdoor projects. Suncast storage sheds are an excellent solution for protecting outdoor lawn and gardening tools. They're easy to assemble, and the all-weather construction provides water resistance and UV protection. Save big on Suncast storage sheds. View our selection of Suncast products today in-store and on Menards.com. Save big money at Menards. Oh, uh, James, it's about 7.30 my time, 6.30 yours, and everybody in stick is, like, staring at you because there's no audio. Maybe you'll get this before the show's over or notice in the chat room and see us screaming at you. Maybe not. Uh, later. This cast is part of the Geek Media. www.thegeekmedia.com Well, how in the heck are you out there, podcast people? This is Nobody's Listening Podcast brought to you. Actually, it's episode 46, brought to you the week of December 3rd. 2007 nobody's listening is a podcast where we tell funny life stories and invite you to do the same and i am one of your hosts my name is james and i am joined by guest host jeff and that's all you need hey, to mate, know. how you doing yeah and if you can't tell people jeff is from it's australia right that's right that's right is is that is that the right thing to say i didn't want to make the new zealand faux pas i know i know that's like a whole different world over there and they hate oh, it oh yeah that's so. uh that's a that's a serious mistake uh, calling mi- mi- mixing those two countries up. Well, Jeff's from uh, Podhammer.net, which uh, is a uh, miniature gaming podcast about the game uh, Warhammer, right? Yeah, that's right. Uh, it's a bit of a geek alert. Uh, if you think um, you guys are, are geeks, uh, I'm gonna take it to a whole new level. Um, Warhammer is a miniature. Uh, war gaming, uh, tabletop war game, uh, compete in in tournaments and uh, and the, and you know listening to podcasts. I decided to uh, make a podcast dedicated to to Warhammer with uh, interviews and and discussion about tactics and, mm-hmm. and and playing styles and those sorts of things. And uh, it's been a lot of fun. That's awesome. That is awesome. Yeah. Um. And and it has to do with these little miniature guys that you guys paint and that kind of stuff, right? Yeah. Yeah. They're um. They're twenty eight. They're twenty eight millimeter miniatures. Uh, so they're about an inch inch tall. Uh, you know, man sized model is about an inch tall. It's a you know a fantasy setting, mm-hmm. and uh, we compete with about fifty to one hundred miniatures per side uh, in a game. That's and uh, it's uh, you know it's, you, you play uh, like a reenact a, a battle and uh, there's, there's competitions. We I, I, my focus is, um, is is tournaments. So we we travel. Me and uh, quite a few people travel around the country. Um, uh, you know, half a dozen times a year to compete in different events, and it's uh, it's a lot of fun. Great uh, great community, and uh, you know, if you're you're interested in in Warhammer or uh, 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 finding out what it's about, uh, Podhammer is the podcast to listen to. Awesome. Awesome, and you're the only one out there, as far as you know. Yeah. That's great. Yeah, there's a couple of other miniature gaming podcasts, but there wasn't any Warhammer podcasts, so uh, okay. I, I saw that as an opening. It was a, so a great way to um, not have. Uh, it's, a, it's a podcast that doesn't have to compete against uh, other podcasts that are similar. So mm-hmm. even though mine's uh, pretty crappy, it's still the best one out there. Wahoo! Now let me ask you this: um, it, it, apparently, you said how many pieces per side? Hundred and what? Uh, about. 
about 50 to 100, depending on the army. 50 to 100. You know, you, so if, if you're not good at chess, this is probably not the game for you, right? Like if, I, like if if I can't keep track of my pawns, I probably shouldn't try Warhammer, right? That's that's probably right. It's a bit more complicated than chess. Um, you know, imagine imagine chess with many more pieces. There's no set uh, places where they can move. It's all done by you know measuring distance between things. Wow. And uh, and you know, there's thousands of combinations of what you can take in in your army. Okay. So now of, now, is there very, ever a time that somebody just gets really frustrated and picks up a little piece and just hurls it at somebody's eyeball? I've seen it happen. Really? <laughs> um, you know, some people take it pretty seriously. <laughs> that's awesome. That would probably yeah. be me. That's that's. I mean, because if I was losing at checkers, that board was getting flipped. And so, yeah, uh, no, it it has happened. But uh, you know, um, it, most people are, are pretty friendly, and and you know, it's all about it's all about fun. We do compete, but uh, you know, okay. the ultimate ultimate goal is to have fun. Um, people. Listening, um, if you're not familiar with the Warhammer world, um, you've probably, you know, if you've heard about World of Warcraft, you've probably heard about the upcoming uh, Warhammer Online. That, that, that MMO is based on the, the, the Warhammer tabletop game. Well, I would hope so. Otherwise, somebody's going to be so paying some that, royalties. Have you heard about No, I, I, yeah, I'm no. kind of out of the MMO world. I, I got oh, over okay. my addiction to World of Warcraft and I am I'm a free man now and I'm I'm You're on step man. I'm on step ten and I'm going around to everybody and apologizing to the people I've hurt while I were played World of Warcraft and then yep, after yep. that is, is some other step and I got to finish all twelve before the end of the year uh, apparently uh, I I was the same I got addicted <laughs> to it as well I, I played it for about twelve months um, picked. It up when they the, the worst thing they did was they made it you could buy demo discs with 14 day trials for yeah. two dollars oh. and I bought that and that was it I was gone and so I finally broke free of that and uh, my fiance um, Jody thought she'd have me back and then I stepped into to podcasting and it's uh, and it's just one more thing that uh, takes me away from uh, time with the family. <laughs> Well, that and private servers. Uh, found those, but don't talk about those. We're not talking about private servers. No, don't talk about private servers. <laughs> I don't yes. know any, what private servers. I didn't talk about any private servers. Uh, uh, <laughs> so anyway, podhammer.net, people. Check it out. If you're at all into miniature gaming or even if you're not, maybe you're into playing with giant toys and you and you find that those are really expensive. I don't know. I don't know if that works. Go go down well, podhammer.net and uh, play with little robots and stuff. Is it future stuff? Is it World of Warcraft type stuff? Are they? I mean, well, no, are there robots? The game the game that I play is a, a fantasy setting, so Tolkien type orcs and goblins, elves, that sort of thing. But there is another game in the called Warhammer Forty Thousand, and mm-hmm. it's set in a sci fi setting. Um, I actually don't play that game, so I, I don't have you know. It's it's you've got to kind of focus on one. Um, to 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 really you know enjoy it, uh, um, but there is yeah there's a sci-fi uh, version of it, and there's lots of other miniature war games out there as well in all all different kinds of settings from you know historical you can reenact any kind of historical period um, and and dozens of fantasy settings and quite a few uh, sci-fi settings as well. Okay, excellent. Mm-hmm. That sounds cool. Uh, yeah, no, it's a good it's good fun. Yeah, that's like World of Warcraft. I was really blown away when I found out that they had guns and and rocket ships and stuff like that. So I thought it was all medieval. Yeah, well, so that must be kind of similar. That's cool. Yeah, um, yeah, it's more kind of original original Warcraft, rather closer to original Warcraft rather than you know some of the latest stuff that they did with uh, with the Outlands and the um, the more sci fi things that they put in. Cool. Um, now it's time yeah. for the weakest point of our show. 
what's been going on. Here's your weekly update. It's my You get it? The weakest point of our show? <laughs> oh my gosh, that's funny. Um, yeah, weekly update, man. What you got? What happened? Something okay. funny in the last seven days or so over there in Australia. Well, I wasn't sure what happened then. All I could hear was uh, static, and uh, I thought uh, your computer exploded or something. Oh. What's, what's going on there? No, it's just it's that fiber optic cable that is run through the Earth's core from your country yeah, to mine. Lot. It apparently got some magma on it. So yeah. <laughs> anyway, a weekly update. You know, uh, I've been thinking for uh, you know all week coming up to this. Uh, hopefully, I can embarrass myself or, or do something stupid. You know, uh, you know, for in a funny way that I could. So I'd have something to, to talk, talk about here. But I've actually come up with uh, two stories. Uh, so I'll tell the first one and, um, and you know, if we've got time, I'll, I'll fill you in on the second one. Very cool. Um, uh, for Podhammer, I went down to uh, Sydney. I, I live two hours north of Sydney and I traveled down there this weekend to do some recordings. We had a Warhammer event. It was the last one of the year and it's the, um, the finals, so determine who's the best in Australia. So it was a great, great uh, place to get some good, good interviews and content for the show. So I went down set up and did that. Um, but it goes over Saturday and a Sunday and over on Saturday night we were uh, playing some poker and, and having a few beers and, and having a bit of fun and um, I, I was getting pretty tired so I, I wrapped up and, and uh, was going to go back to the hotel. Um, another guy decided to catch a lift with me. We went back and he, we decided to, um, to have a beer mm-hmm. and uh, we were talking and um, – he, uh, we're watching TV and talking, and, and uh, Jimmy Smith comes up on the TV, and he goes, "Oh, uh, have you seen have you seen that show Kane? Uh, just uh, have you ever heard of the show Kane? It, it's just been released here. Um, no, it's about sugar farmers. Anyway, it's got Jimmy Smith in it. He goes, but anyway, he says, I really liked him in The West Wing, and my eyes lit up as I'm a huge fan of The West Wing, and uh, here in Australia, it's not. It was never a very popular show. It was never on TV. Um, so up until now, I've never had anyone to talk about it. And uh, and it was just. And both of us, you know, eyes lit up. It was finally uh, someone we could actually talk to about the West Wing. And so we talked for like an hour, going, "Oh, you know, I love CJ Craig. How great is this show? You know, I watched it all the way from the start, and and it was really, uh, really. So you guys strange. were like yeah, a was, couple of girls. You were just like, oh, this damn yeah. all night. <laughs> <laughs> we'll sit in a hotel room. It's the closest thing to uh, falling in love with a man I've ever been. Uh, <laughs> and uh, yeah, and he was exactly the same because he knew exactly uh, what it was like because no one really has heard about the show, mm. and it just happens to be uh, a show that I, I stumbled across and, and have really always enjoyed. Um, so that was good. And anyway, we, we on top of that, we moved on to kind of just talking about uh, TV shows and comedies in general. What's and, your favorite? And color? I mentioned. Yeah, didn't get that. Uh, okay, didn't get that. Okay, um, oh, but um, uh, it's uh, we were talking about comedies, and uh, I said uh, that I really like the eighties. Uh, a lot of the eighties comedies, like uh, you know Blues Brothers and uh, you know Caddyshack and, and a few of that kind of stuff. And my favorite is Coming to America. Uh, you know the movie with um, with Eddie Murphy and Arsenio Hall, where they're the, the yeah. The African princes that come over, and uh, so we finished up chatting. I walked to my hotel room, turned the ho- turned the TV on, bang! Credits for coming to America. I watched the whole thing. Oh. It's crazy. It's like uh, I predicted it, <laughs> and uh, so that was a, a really good night. I got to watch uh, coming to America, and uh, I had a great time. Awesome. So and you made a lifelong that's soulmate. That's that's yeah, awesome. Yeah. <laughs> it's great. <to> note. <laughs> yeah. 
Let me so, ask you uh, one question real quick, though. Yeah. This has been nagging me, and I don't mean to be disrespectful. Do you guys have Outback Steakhouses in Australia? No, we don't. And I've we, we all know about the Outback Steakhouse over there, and the menus are nothing like anything well, we eat here. I kind of figured that right there. I kind of figured that much. But, uh, yeah. okay. All right. Yeah. So you guys don't do you fun. guys aren't serving the kids blooming onions at the at the elementary schools there. I didn't think I have so. never heard, I've never heard of a blooming onion <laughs> un- until hearing about it about from the outback So state. somebody's a big fat liar. It's, uh, yeah, yeah, it's um it's t- any uh, it was on um it came up on a uh they did one of the talk shows here and they did a, a show in the US and and it you know every time someone some Australian celebrity <laughs> Goes to goes to America. They get asked. They do yeah. a joke. They yeah. They do a thing about the, how wrong the um, the Outback Steakhouse is. So uh, yeah, no, we do um, we do know about it. <laughs> awesome. Okay, but it's, uh, it's bizarre. All right. Well, but, what do they have any counterparts in Australia, like American uh, restaurants that are themed American with supposed American food that that maybe yes. Okay. I'm, yeah, they do. Um, we have the Lone Star Steakhouse. Okay, and, we um, have those. You have those? Yeah. Okay. Well, that's that's um that that's about the closest thing, I guess. You okay. know, you go in and it's um you know, it's got all the uh the Texas memorabilia type yeah. things with cowboy hats and uh you know, mounted uh buffaloes and yeah. things like that and okay. and they've got all like license plates from the US. So, I don't know if that's the same over there. Yeah. Um I've never but, been in know, one, but we have them. Yeah. Yeah, so um, we have those here, and uh, that's about it as far as uh, American-themed restaurants. But um, you know, we have uh, McDonald's and, and right. Burger King and all those as well. So okay, you know, there's not uh, there's not that much difference between our our, awesome. type, our, well, our cultures, I guess. Other question I have is, uh, how do you feel about the West Wing? I <laughs> didn't know if we could bond. <laughs> I, I'm a little lonely. So. Yeah. <laughs> Well, <laughs> I could stay up all night and talk. Oh, oh. It's my favorite show. Oh, really? It's oh, my, my God. <laughs> so I can't awesome. believe it. You love it, too. Oh. There's heaps of stuff like that that I have no – that I enjoy, like, you know, like your show and, you know, um, you were podcasting just, in general. Were you born no in the wrong country, watched. buddy? Were you born in the wrong uh, country? I must be. I, I must know. have been because no one likes the stuff I like. Well, you're welcome it, here anytime. Crazy. We we America, it may help your heart to know that America considers you one of the top two or three favorite countries. I I don't know uh, that for a fact. I'm just saying we love Australia. Yeah. We're we're in really? love with it. Like the Japanese uh, were in love with Karate Kid back in the '80s and Elvis. Yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm loving it. Oh, that's good to know. Um, yeah, Canada's I'll, up there too. I tell people that. But we mostly Canada's think, up there as well. Yeah, we just we we mostly make fun of Canada. Don't tell them. Don't tell them though. Yeah. They, they're uh, well, a little, uh, you know, they're we, a little sensitive. Gotta gotta stick up. I gotta stick up for Canada as a uh, as a as a, a Commonwealth country. We've got to uh, stick up for the uh, the British Empire. Oh, that's Empire. right. That's right. Dang mm. it. Dang it. You but, and your your unions. You're a union yes. man. So. Yeah, yeah. That's right. <laughs> um, but uh, I've actually been to the states. I did uh, um, Los Ange- Los Angeles and Las Vegas. Um, it's about the, the touristy stuff, the, the you know the theme parks like uh, Six Flags and Knott's Berry Farm. They were they Knott's were cool. We don't Farm. have I've really big theme parks like you guys do. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's in in LA. There's, they've got plenty of them over there. It seems like uh, there's uh, there's dozens of them all over the place. Well, now I got to know is is uh, the the crocodile hunter died recently, 
and he, yep. he was at the Australian National Zoo or, or what what is it? Uh, yeah. He was yeah, one of my favorite a, people yeah. in the world. Him really? and Mr. Rogers and you might not know the Wendy's guy, Dave Thomas. They were like the last good guys in the world. And they're really? gone. Yeah. Oh. Uh, okay. I, I don't know those other guys. But, oh. Uh, uh, I got to say that uh, the Crocodile Hunter, the Crocodile Hunter Steve is Irwin, a, yeah. uh, uh, a bit of an embarrassment. No, Australians. no. Yeah, he's, he doesn't represent the cause very well. Aww. We're not all uh, like that. Um, I know that. Know, I, I just thought he was a sweetheart. I think he's an awesome dude. But uh, you know, he's a nice bloke, and he, and he did a lot of work, good good things for uh, you know the, the stuff that he's done with the zoo. It's a it's a fantastic zoo. I haven't been there, but uh, you know, it's it's you know done great things for tourism in Australia and all that. Uh, you know, but he's just you know the crikey and. Uh. and the whole thing is just—it's just over the top. Now do you, you know, think? Kind do, of, do you think that's so really like, who he was, or it's almost like was he faking? I don't know. Who knows? But it's kind of almost like uh, you know uh, the Michel Shari type uh, thing for yeah. You know, it's, it, it's kind of blowing you know, this this stereotypical Australian um, right. thing, and uh, I don't you know, know everyone I don't know who Michel Shari is you know, quietly ashamed. Okay. You know, uh, the, you know the Chinese. Stereotype. Oh, guy, okay, you know, okay. The, like your nobody, nobody drawing. You know, kind of that. Yeah. That cliche stereotype. Okay. And uh, so you know, he he's a bit of a bit of an odd character here. So he didn't he didn't have as nearly as much uh, fame here either um, as he did in the U.S. Right. Um, never. You know, the TV show was never a big hit here. When are you guys going to send us a Jackie Chan? That's what I want to know. We need an Australian kickboxer or something. So superhero. <laughs> Oh well, I'll I'll see what I can okay. muscle up for. Yeah, you. yeah, something, <laughs> something. Anyway, I, I was basically dragging all of that out because I have no weekly update, so I wanted to. Well, I got a, I got a, I got another one. Okay, hit it, it, man. Time. I'm sorry, um, I shouldn't have drug it out. A bizarre, um, a bizarre thing that I've noticed this uh, week. Um, Christmas uh, f- first uh, week of December, Christmas decorations are starting to come out, and mm-hmm. uh, we've decorated the house, and uh, it, it just, you know, it. It's summer here because it's, you know, we're southern hemisphere, but all of our decorations and things are still Western European uh, Santa Claus themed. So, so he's you know, wearing the put, big um, coat and everything? Uh, reindeer, big coat, reindeer, snowman, That's all awesome. that kind of imagery is <laughs> here. You know, we, don't, we can't have a real Christmas tree because it'd be too hot. It'd be brown in a day, you know, so we all have fake Christmas trees. And so do I. It's Hallelujah. Just, it's, yeah. It's it's just um it's just bizarre and uh, what I was thinking about is this week we'll take uh, my little fella to um to the shopping center to uh, sit in Santa's lap and and do the whole thing get the photos and mm-hmm. and uh, I I was thinking that you know, I, just I'm guy- sorry hold on real quick I just want to point out that Santa Claus is kind of an embarrassment to us in America he doesn't represent oh, he right? yeah he really doesn't represent <laughs> anything from our country and, and or the North Pole for that matter. I've even heard yeah. a rumor that the North Pole doesn't even exist. Really? So I just wanted you to know that he's he's and he's not even really that popular over here. I'm just telling you. So uh, anyway, go ahead. I'm sorry. Well, you know, as we know, um, Christmas is uh, the time of the year where people of all religions come together to worship Jesus. <laughs> and uh, but <laughs> of course it is. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I thought um, you were going to say but, worship Santa you know, Claus, but. <laughs> but uh, you know, these guys dress up in the red uh, red costumes with the you know the big fake beard and the woolen you know uh, belt and all that. And I was thinking, you know, they were doing this thirty years ago here. 
before air conditioners had shopping, uh, shopping centers had air conditioners in them. Mm-hmm. Uh, these guys must have been doing it tough back then. You know, it's all right now. You know, it's a nice and cool environment. But uh, the poor guys must have been having a hard time when it's 40 degrees and they're wrapped up in this uh, Santa Claus costume. And, uh, you know, it's got to be horrifying for kids yeah. you know, seeing this guy sweating and bright red and just keel over. And, oh, no, what happened to Santa? He's dying. Yes, what many, you, many children's dreams must have been What do you want shattered. for Christmas, little boy? Ho, ho, ho. Well, I want a raincoat because you're nasty. Yeah, you can see. <laughs> but, uh, you know, so that's, um, that's just something I noticed this week uh, and uh, it still puzzles me why uh, how, how odd Christmas is here. Well, they put they, – in our, in our little mall, they, put, they have these uh, two escalators, one going up and one going down. Uh, it, over here in America, we have steps that move. And they're called escalators. Yeah. Okay. Just, yeah, those two. I don't know anything about your country, okay? I'm just trying to be kind. Um, but <laughs> there's uh, call We call them chuzzawuzzas. Oh! oh no, I knew it. We don't. We don't. <laughs> um, anyway, so they put stinking Santa Claus right between these two things. And my daughter has done two things this year. She's become aware of, of Santa Claus, and she's become very mortally afraid of Santa Claus all at one time. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, we yep. can't even go upstairs in the mall anymore because she's like, I don't want to see him. I don't want to see him. And I don't blame her. <laughs> Santa Claus is very scary. He's a very scary man. I like him as a drawing or in an inflatable uh, light-up thing in somebody's front yard. But as a human being, Santa Claus is scary. And I've even known people that have played Santa Claus. You know, that, that they're old guys with the big beards. They're big, fat guys. They love, uh, they love doing that. But they also scare me in real life. So there's reasons yeah, they, why Santa is scary because he's scary before he even becomes Santa because he's a big right. fat man with a white beard who's old that loves to have kids sitting in his lap. So ch- yeah, people, a, stay away. Take your kids. Borderline, borderline creepy. Any other time of the year and it would be, uh, you know, it would be illegal. Well, yeah. I mean, take the guy out of the suit, <laughs> put him in some shorts and a, and a wife beater. Hey, kids, come here and tell me what you want for Christmas. Yeah, that's going over real big. So Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Christmas was created by perverts, apparently. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, sorry, right. sorry it spread. I guess um, Eng- yeah. we, we all have England to thank for that. Thanks, Mom. Thanks, Mom. Yeah, England. no, that's it. Yep. So. They, they started it, I think. Yeah, probably. I mean, we're all birthed out of them. They're yep, but t- it's it's still a, it's still a great time of year. Uh, you know, crazy uh, as usual Christmas shopping. Um, but uh, you know, we've got a little fella now. He's uh, he's going to be uh, two in March, so this is his second Christmas. So that's um, truly made it. Uh, it's going to make it a, a fun Christmas. He's old enough now to kind of understand, you know, what it is to get a present and, right. and sit down and play with it. How, how old you say? Young. How old you say? Uh, uh, he's uh, he's twenty one months. This, this <laughs> oh. Month. I thought you were going to say 21. I'm like, well, I'm glad no. he finally figured it out. Now, uh, my daughter just turned three, and, yeah, she's she's actually getting, like, even, like, the big picture. Like, presents are coming in the future, and, and we're buying stuff. And Santa Claus, yep. I, I tried to tell her how Santa Claus comes to our house, and she got horrified. I don't like him. And so, <laughs> I don't know. We're going to have to modify the uh, the Christmas uh traditions there to include that he comes to the steps and he knocks and yep. leaves it and yep. leaves. I don't know. But let me ask you one more yeah. thing before we get into our main story. Um, sure, sure. Uh, what was it? Good God. It, it wasn't about Crocodile Dundee. I figured if you're afraid, of, if you don't like Steve Irwin, Crocodile Dundee's got to be like the Antichrist. Um, yeah, that's right. 
Ah, I can't remember what. Oh, I just wanted to point out to everybody that though it is 5.55 our time here in America, for uh, my friend Jeff, what time is it and what day is it? It's a Monday here at 5.55. What time it's, and day is it there? It's 10.55 It's ten fifty-five a.m. on Tuesday, so Ooh. I'm calling from the future. Hello. Prince Scott. It's awesome. See, when I catch up to you, I'm going to be in a staff meeting, bored out of my mind. So, man. Yeah. I'm, well, I, I should be I should be at work now. I I changed a few th- things around to do this. Well, so, I appreciate so. it. Well, let me no, not okay, I, no, let I, me I, not waste I, any more of your time. Let's do this. It's the featured story. All right, bud. It's all you. I will probably interrupt you constantly and make fun of you, but other than that, I mean, you know the show. It's all in good. Yeah. It's all out of love. Yeah, cool. Now, I'm just looking at the show notes, and it says uh, "featured story" by Lauren. Um, well, that's because <laughs> you have to do talk to like Lauren. You have to. Yeah. Okay. I uh, I actually updated <laughs> it, but right. apparently Google Docs did not save my changes. So enjoy. Ah, uh, okay, right. So um, we'll just um, we'll tell my story instead. <laughs> um, well, this uh, story is from back in high school. Um, it was about. 1997. Mm-hmm. Oh, and by the way, uh, you know, last week you were talking about um, what you'd call cl- the classes after the the 90s, like class of 1998 and, yeah, and all that yeah. sort of thing. I am the class of 2000. That's how awesome is that? That's the best class ever. I reckon. Oh my gosh! I, I have a younger brother your age. Yeah, that one worked. Yeah. I, I mean, we followed you guys' progress. I remember when they announced when you guys were born, and then when you got into high school, and then when you graduated. So. Really? Pretty cool. Okay. It was a big deal. Yeah. Mm. Uh, um, it was a big deal for me, too, being born. That's a highlight of your of life, life there, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but anyway, this, this story is uh, from high school. Um, I did uh, Japanese studies um, for about three years, and uh, every year we'd uh, take a Japanese exchange student for a month. And They're then, also um, among the highest-ranked people. We like Japan. We do really, yeah. Okay. As Americans, well, this is your real, this is a real international uh, show, isn't yeah. it? This one. Mm-hmm. Um, so they came over for a month. They come over in our winter, and then I actually did a month that year as well, um, uh, six weeks actually in Japan in in their winter. And so you kind of swap families um, uh, in the in the school breaks. So, cool. but anyway, they came over and and they they come to school with us, and 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 there was uh, about half a dozen of them, and. Uh, one weekend, we decided to take them down to Sydney to see the, you know, the, I don't know if you know Sydney, but... Is it the one with the, the Opera House? Opera House. Yeah. Opera House, yeah. Harbour. You know, if you're going to go to Australia and do touristy things, that's this is where you'd go. You right. Know? Um, so we, we took them down and, and had a day down there um, with, uh, with three of them. I uh, went with my mother um, and my my fiancé. Um, she was my fiancé at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, that day... I asked her out and she turned me down. And uh, so that, that's not the story, but uh, I just wanted to point out, she'll be listening to this later. I just wanted to say, ha-ha, I was right, you were wrong. Uh, um, I broke you. <laughs> yeah, broke you. <laughs> but um, uh, anyway, we, we did this day of, uh, of stuff with, uh, with the Japanese students and uh, we saw some kangaroos at the zoo and all that sort of stuff. We caught the train home. And, st- and we're coming up to the station and you, you get out of your seat and, and stand in this kind of little second room where the doors are, where you get ready to, to step off the, off the train because the automatic doors open. Uh-huh. Anyway, we're chat- chatting away and, um, and uh, we pull up 
Jody steps off the train, and we're chatting, now, and uh, and the Japanese kids are talking as well, and the door and the door shut. Now, and so we've left, and so the train sails off. Jody, fifteen years old at the time, is now left at ten o'clock at night on probably the one of the scariest train stations in Newcastle. Okay, hold on now. Wait, how many people got off the train? Just Jody. There was there was six six of us. Uh, six of us, and Jody yeah. just stepped off. I don't know, she was. Uh, in a hurry to get out of there, probably because I'd asked her out that so, day and it was a bit awkward. So you and uh, you and, and these guys, the door's shut and you guys are just taking off. Yeah, so it's me, my mom, and, and three Japanese students. <laughs> and um, so we head off to the next train station. And now, I guess it needs to be pointed out that this is like 1997, so really before mobile phone, everyone had a mobile phone. Right. So this story, this story wouldn't be able to take place without a if you know today because everyone would have a mobile phone you'd be able to ring and sort it out but anyway we we, sh- we get to this next train station and if if you think that the one, uh, the one jody stepped off was a scary dark train station we stepped off at one that was even scarier if this is where you know they do you know we, you know, here in the newspaper there's been a, a mugging or a or a, you know um a, a drug dealer being caught up there you know it's this kind of train station that's off the beaten track and it's dark and scary mm-hmm. so we're stuck there these these japanese kids they spoke a bit of english but didn't know and they couldn't didn't really know that much and so we couldn't ex- really explain to them what was going on <laughs> and the train station we think well okay, they, we, jody was getting picked up we we're supposed to get picked up from that previous train station and so we think, well, you know, they'll just pick Jody up and, and tell her, and she'll say what happened, and then they'll go to the next train station and, and pick us up. Uh, so we wait like an hour here in this dark. It's cold. It's the middle of winter. And, uh, you know, these, these Japanese kids are getting a bit freaked out by now. <laughs> so we decide, well, clearly they're not coming. They they've think something, you know, we must be, they must think we're going to just organize something else. So we decide <laughs> to catch a cab back to the original train station. This is like an hour later. We get there and... Jody and uh, and her father, who was going to pick us all up, had left as well. They were, we must have passed them on the road because they were they made their way to the train station. We just left. Uh, it's getting a bit confusing. Yeah, um, <laughs> sorry. Right. There's two anyway, train stations. It's been, there's still six Japanese students. We haven't lost any of them. There's a future. Yeah. There's a future wife. Somebody's mom and you. I got them. I think yeah. I got everybody. All right. And okay. a cab. A um, couple of cabs. Yeah. So anyway, we we passed each other on the road, and so they go to the next tra- this train station where we we got off, and uh, so we're not there. So they keep going. They go, well, maybe they've gone to the end of the line. And so they go right into town, and we're still waiting. Again, now we're at a different train station, but it's still dark and scary and cold, and uh, we have three Japanese students who have no idea of what's going on. Um, so, long story short, it was about. Four hours later, that we'd actually all ended up in the same place at the same time, uh-huh. and uh, you know, everyone got home. There was there was no diplomatic incidents, but uh, <laughs> geez, it was a long end to a, a very long day. Well, was there and, any uh, mumbling or murmuring? Was there any mumbling or murmuring amongst the Japanese students? I mean, were they uh, apparently they oh, were yeah, communicating yeah. with each other? Yeah, oh, they they were communicating with each other a lot. You have so any ideas what, what they might have been saying about you guys? Because you know, whenever you hear somebody from an Asian country speaking another language, the default thing is they they've got to be talking bad about you. Surely. Yeah, so what right. what do you imagine they were saying at these points? Oh well, I bet they were saying, "Jesus, well, we're not going to come to uh, Australia ever again. <laughs> uh, we'll go to some other place where they know how to um, organize a trip to, to Sydney." Uh, you know, <laughs> they must have thought we were complete retard- retards. Well, uh, you know, we didn't. 
and they and they they I think they're masters at public transportation, so they were probably uh, they were probably really wishing they could have stepped in and helped you guys out a little bit. We had plenty of time because the the actual the trains we you know it's a small town, so there wasn't actually that many people on the trains. We don't have like you know packed mass transit systems here or anything like that. So you know it was just us on the train. We had it's not like we didn't have time to step off because there was a crowd or anything like that we were just stupid and just talking and not concentrating like you know how hard is it just i just wanted to, i would want to be the there at that moment when you and her are talking and you don't even realize you're so wrapped up in each other's eyes that you know the love that's going to be there soon that the well, doors actually, it was me and my mom it was me and my mom talking jay oh. wasn't talking to me Ew. This is why we were Ew. yeah we would you're sick oh oh okay 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 wait yeah. a minute me and my mom that were chatting and not paying attention to getting off the train. So. Well, let me imagine my way. My way was funnier. So all right, go your it was way, you right. and her and she, your future spouse sitting in there and you guys are talking and you're blocking up traffic and everybody behind you is wondering when you're going to move. When's the lovesick boy going to move? And suddenly the doors slam. I just love to see that look on your face, but that never it's happened. Yeah, no, it never happened. But, and then know, the she's, and then you're, you're pulling off, and she's running down the train with her hand extended. Stop! Stop! In slow motion. At, at, oh. at that point, you would have been saying, oh, "Thank God he's gone. He, he leave me alone." Uh, she wasn't really f- fussed with me at that at that stage in our uh, in our relationship. Oh. Uh, but uh, you know, like I said, uh, I was right. She was wrong. Uh-huh. But uh, it was, uh, you know, it was a, a good story in the end uh you know it was a bit stressful at the time but uh you yeah. know you look back on it it was uh you know, it was a good day what so. did we do before cell phones man what in the heck did exactly. we do oh i don't know how i got anything done you know with uh, uh with you know i look back and you know uh, in my in my work career um you know pretty much you know my adult life i've had a I had a had a cell phone or we call them a mobile phone um and uh but before then, I don't know how the business ran. You know how the, how we got any work done. You I, know? Don't, I don't. I don't understand so, it's it. It's crazy. I uh, I mm. I've I've only had one for the last what seven six and a half seven years, and yeah, it's like microwaves. I don't know how I did anything before a cell phone. I don't know how I cooked my food before a microwave, and I don't know how I cooked my brain before a cell phone. So, uh, but I tell you what, the guy who designed, pant, you know, fashion designers. Uh, Several years ago, came up with the idea of putting, you know, cargo pants, po- pockets on the sides of pants. Yeah. Back then, I thought, what a silly idea. Who needs that many pockets? But you had a mobile phone in, you know, your wallet and whatever else you got. Your well, keys, that's like, that's like the need, fanny pack. That extra the, the fanny pack that's was right. ten years ahead of its time. If they would yes. come out with that now, I think people would uh, people would do it. But you'd have to make it look like a gun holster. That you know, like yes. it's strapped around your thigh. And for some people, I would imagine that strap would have to be bigger than others. But um, I think if fanny packs looked like uh, big, like you were strapping, like uh, like Tomb Raider chick Laura Croft, you had this big fanny pack in the shape of a holster. I think that would be yep. awesome. But uh, do you know that we we actually don't call them fa- we actually don't call them fanny packs. We call them good. bum bags. What do you call them? Bum bags. Bum bags. B U M bags. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, that so, so can I translate that to American for you? Yeah, yeah. We would call that a butt bag. Yeah. And that's gross. Well, you call, you but, call them a fanny pack. No. No. I that's I translated it into Australian and then back to American. <laughs> and so right. when okay, we make yeah. that leap, it's a butt bag. Yeah, so it's like that uh, it's, it's, it's never going to catch on. Like, it's, yeah. See if Google Translate did it. Exactly. Yeah. It's never going to catch yeah. on. Here, uh, okay. you left your butt bag. No, there's. Well, you know, Mm-mm. 
I don't think it's don't think it's an issue considering no one ever uses them anymore. That's true. Well, you know what? It's not true. Go to a stinking Disney World sometime. All the okay. rules are off at Disney World. Yeah, right. And and especially if you're a stay at home, uh, homeschool mom. There, yep. I just got three emails right there from people that hate me now. But yeah, they right. they don't they don't know. Uh, that was our featured story. Let's do some call ins. Let's take some calls. If you okay. are a uh, if you're in the stick cam world, let me uh, go ahead and give a let me go ahead and give a uh, shout out to all the people in stick cam. I see Solotheus and Red Boar. I see the Dune and who knows. Welcome, Bob's. Welcome, Chris Person Twenty Two, Dal Khan. Welcome back, Frog. Welcome back, Good Things Co. Coming. See, I have a limited view, and I don't see your entire uh, your deal. But I'm glad to see you, literally in the uh, side of your head, anyway, in Stickham and Ketich, which I imagine is short for ketchup. Uh, Carrillo, our moderator extraordinaire, Sammy X Cracker, who couldn't decide between his real name and his username, had to get them both in there with the awesome X. And then the real McCoy. If you're wanting to call in, now is the time. The phone number is eight one six two nine eight. 0823. We're looking for folks with stories about transportation, uh, questions about Australia, uh, comments. Just keep them clean. It's a clean show. The people like the cleanliness. So call us, 816-298-0823 right now, and you can talk Operators to... Operators are standing by. That's right. That's right. Uh, James and uh, Jeff are here, and nobody's listening. Hi, who's this? Oh yeah, baby! Welcome. How you doing, real McCoy? Good. G'day, mate. All right. Yeah, just, you were getting nobody, so I guess I might as well. Uh, well, that's why we call the show "Nobody's Listening," partner. S- sympathy what? phone call. I said this is why we call the show "Nobody's Listening" because it's exactly. <laughs> so, what do you got for me? Blind um, me with silence. 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 Uh, not much. Can the uh, co-host hear me? He Sorry. can hear you, but you can't hear him. Oh, okay. Um, okay, I got a question or something. Okay. Uh, did toilets really flush backwards down there? Okay, that is an <laughs> awesome question. I love you, man. Um, the question is, obviously, do the rumor is here that the, the water goes down backwards in Australia. Yeah. Um, it, well, I don't know which way does it go for us. Is it clockwise here? I guess you got to. I guess you got to no define clue. backwards because the, go the way it goes here is full. Okay. Uh, he real McCoy is going to his toilet to flush it in real time. Okay. <laughs> so that's worth waiting for. Yeah. See if we can it's hear it. Counterclockwise. It's counterclockwise. Well, so you know. Okay, he's if your toilet flushes clockwise, um, co-host Jeff, we uh, we have something of a of a weirdness. If it goes counterclockwise, then we're all on the same page. Look, based on my uh, knowledge and what The Simpsons told me, um, <laughs> I, I think it does go the opposite way. But uh, you know, how much time in your mind do you think I spend thinking about that each day? You need to think Not about it. Much. I need <laughs> answers, Dad Gummit. <laughs> I tell you what, look, I'll check it out after the show, and I'll I'll send. Don't it you up. have I'll to take a poop or something right now? I will pause the show. 
I will give you. I will give you an opportunity to do your business and go. Right. Go. I will talk to my my phone call co-host and you go flush a toilet or something. Right. And, I'll and, go. I'm just. I'm gonna just go flush the toilet. Thank It'd you. Be a bit weird, but you know, go to the toilet. But right, <laughs> I'm just gonna flush right now. All right. Anyway, um, real McCoy. Yeah. <laughs> I I love you, man. In a very masculine way, though. I just want to okay. let you know. No, I, I understand. Yeah. No it, Well, I don't think you have to be a Christian to understand that. I just think it it does help to eliminate some options, though. Yeah, yeah really. You know, like the Santa Claus yeah. option for one of them. Okay. I guess I could do a, a weekly update kind of thing. All right, hit it, dude. You got the microphone. Okay, my brother okay. and I... All right, I'm back. Hold, hold on, Jeff. Hold on, everybody. It's oh. chaos. Cats and dogs living together. Um, Hold on real quick, McCoy. You're going to have to call in later. We have an answer. Okay. Uh, here he goes. The toilet in Australia flushes clockwise. Clockwise, dude. It flushes clockwise. And we're counterclockwise, right? Yeah. Oh. How can counterclockwise be back before it? Say what? How can counterclockwise be forwards? If it, we, ours is going Crazy. clockwise, we're going forwards, and you, you're going backwards. No, uh, well, I, I don't know. All I know is what we're used to is is backwards in your country. So we're backwards yeah. to you. You're backwards to us. That is trippy and weird. And yep. and thanks to the real McCoy for helping us. Um, That's a great question. Oh my gosh! Now I have to go to Australia. Thanks, real McCoy. You just wasted one of my vacations. On a trip to a toilet in stinking Australia. Great. No hey, there's plenty of things to do here. <laughs> there's plenty of other things. That's just one of the many questions of life. <laughs> well, thank you for asking it on my show. All right, call. Yeah, like, I'm going to have you. It. I'm going to have you and your brother on my show eventually as as guest yeah, hosts. We, well, I guess the weekly update is we're trying to make a podcast of our own. Oh. We're having some trouble figuring out. How to put up an RSS feed okay, stuff, you need to email me. I my life is yours, dude. I'm a yeah. I'm a hundred percent fan. I will quit my show just so I can call into yours. So really, yeah, we, no. Yeah, once we put up ours, we'll have to send you a promo to play or something. All right, man. Well, thanks for calling, dude. You're awesome. No problem. Later. Later. See ya. Ah, oh, dude. Uh, I reckon. We need uh, at the airport. You come into Australia. Just have a toilet just right there that everyone can just flush. <laughs> it just says FAQ just... over it. That's the only yeah. thing people want to know. Now you can get right back and on the plane and go back home. Back on the plane. Go. <laughs> you could do it. You hey, don't even have to go through security again. Just come flush this and leave. That's oh, right. Gosh, I'll, I'll definitely be listening to that podcast so they get it up online. <laughs> and uh, I should mention that uh, you know, thank you. Uh, James, for helping me get my podcast up. Oh, shucks. Uh, shorten, the lear- shorten the learning curve uh, dramatically. Wow. There's a lot to, lot to work out, isn't there? Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, that, me, the guys from Weekly Murloc got me started. But enough about us. Let's talk about this. Up next, news E&V. Every week, the numbers of emails and voicemails we have to read and listen to goes up so i need some help jeff um i'm going to read the first one not because it's particularly um hilarious it's i think it's going to be one of those you have to be there things i just want to 
tell this story. I want to read it. So here it is. It's it's from Scotland. You want to talk about international stinking show? This is it. Wow. Uh, hello, James and host person. Uh, hope you are doing fine. This happened to me about three years ago. I'm sorry, three hours ago. So I thought I'd sign on and email you my story. Anyway, here it is. Me and my friend, let's call her Lucy. Let's go ahead and do that. Had just gotten out of school orchestra practice. And what with concentrating so very much hard, must be lost in translation, with my schoolwork, I was feeling more than a little hyper. I mean, why not yell? The corridors were abandoned, and since anyone, everyone had gone home, I decided to blurt out random gibberish. Uh, my friend said, shut up, you're acting weird. And, he, and so uh, Rhiannon R- R- says, I am weird. You're just being weird in a very disturbing way. He goes, I am disturbed. And then he thought of what to say, and to continue his random statement, he blurted out, I am disturbed about loincloths. So Lucy was taken aback, and so was I a little, but I carried on. (laughs) Is that why you're here, Lucy? Because my loincloth is so sexy. (laughs) I have to do it in the the FB voice. (laughs) Are you here because my loincloth is so sexy? I, I, you know he had to have said it that way. So we both laughed until we turned purple and red in the face when I noticed a light was on in one of the classrooms. I peered in and was shocked to see the history teacher sitting there and looking straight at me. <laughs> she looked a little confused, and I heard a small, oh, my gosh, from Lucy. I decided to evacuate the building immediately. Immediately. And let's just say that history might be a little weird tomorrow. I hope this wasn't too long. Lots of loincloth. Ooh, Rihanna from from Scotland. <laughs> Dude, you can keep that that loincloth. I don't want to have anything uh, to do with that. I'm crazy about loincloths. <laughs> I don't even know how to do. You do. Think, do you think they do you think they wear loincloths a lot over in Scotland? I, I hope they wear something. That's all I got to say. I, it's up to them what they want to wear. As long as it's covered, I'm cool. I mean, you could turn a you could turn a kilt into a loincloth pretty easily, I reckon. Uh, yeah, just just tie up the sides like cheerleaders do yeah. their t-shirts <laughs> sleeves, <Yeah>. you know. <laughs> That'd be really cute. Okay, moving right yeah. along. Read uh, read what BT Way has to say here. Okay, okay. It says, "Hey James, so a few days ago, my dad asked me to take my three year old sister to Burger King for lunch. On the way there, my sister asked me where Daddy was, so I told her that Daddy was at home and he didn't come with us. So he doesn't either, love you. Did, he wanted you out of the house. <laughs> did you tell her that? Did. Yeah. <laughs> we, she either didn't believe me or her toddler instincts kicked in because she just kept asking even after she got an answer. We got to Burger King and I was ordering food when I heard her yelling, Daddy, Daddy, I thought she was being a whiny kid. But when I finished ordering, I turned around and saw that she was looking at a random man's watch, thinking that man was looking at a random man's watch, thinking that the man was our dad. The man was looking at my sister and both amusement and confusion with both amusement and confusion. Oh man, I'm so stupid. I can't read this shit. And I was laughing. I told my sister to look up and check if the man was really our dad. And as soon as she looked up, slowly, which is hilarious when a three-year-old does it. I apologized to the man. It was a really good sport. And my sister didn't talk for the whole time while we ate at Burger King. The funniest part is that when we get home, this is I actually the most adir- about- this is actually the most disturbing part. So just let people know. Go ahead. <laughs> right. The funniest part is that when we got home, I was telling my dad about the incident, and my sister kept up interrupting me with "No, stop!" because she didn't want me to tell dad about it. And eventually, she ran away in embarrassment into the kitchen. 
Anyway, I love the show. Rock on, even though you don't do music requests. No, it's not a music show, crazy. BT Way, you're a cruel <laughs> older brother, and your dad doesn't love your sister. I just want to let you all know that. <laughs> but big shout out to the random man who was a really good sport. Well, that's, the that's thing they didn't tell him did. is he was a giant fat man with a white beard and a red outfit. So it's really yeah. actually kind of creepy. It was Santa yeah. Claus. Matthew writes, last week you and Lauren were talking about high school class slogans. That's right, because mine was raising heck and having fun where the class of 91, and hers was 04, do it, or something. I don't know, just do it. I don't know. Anyway, so uh, Matthew says, we didn't have anything to do, ours didn't have anything to do with our date. Our class shirts just said, class of 05, uh, Wakanda's last hope. <laughs> well, I, I, with that email, I feel sorry for Wakanda. It's an old mining town, apparently. It's all burnt out like in Footloose. <laughs> And there's these kids collecting together. Yeah. The it's town council sad. says this is our last hope because everybody's sterile. So uh, yeah. <laughs> all the streets are all boarded up. Everyone's, uh, everybody's, everyone's leaving. It's like a burnout Amish community. We're going to send yeah. you out on your rump shaker or whatever that thing is that they do. What is it called? Rump, rump salo? Rump springer. Yeah. Rump, rump springer. I thought it was rump shaker. I'm sorry. So um, Bob writes, uh, okay, I know this is late, so put it on the next show. It's Thanksgiving, and my mom is passing out steaming hot, fresh-from-the-stove broccoli. Mmm. So she gets to my plate, and I'm thinking, man, wouldn't it suck if she dropped hot broccoli onto my head? Then guess what happened? She dropped it onto my head. It hurt really bad, Bob. There we are, the voice of the middle schooler. Nobody's listening (laughs) podcast. Well, I I hope you recovered from that, uh, Bob. Bob, you know what I would do if I were you? I would think, oh, man, what if my mom, next time you're at the bank and your mom is getting money and cashing a check, just suddenly think, oh, man, what if my mom accidentally cashes a $1,000 check and gives it to me? Then write that story, sucker. And send it. That's right. Well, you know, in in Australia, we don't have uh, Thanksgiving-related broccoli because we don't have Thanksgiving. Yeah, I know. That's terrible. Do you have uh, – that's what I was going to ask you earlier. Do you have Halloween? I've heard that no. it's becoming a trend in some cities. It is. Like there was kids in our street street this year running around um, asking for, for stuff. For, yeah. For lollies and you should definitely and, uh, start promoting it. I mean, keep all the spooky crap out of it because that's – but, dude, I would definitely suggest that you guys give kids the opportunity to get free candy and dress up as well, pirates and princesses. So I'm happy for that, but they, the kids that were coming around this year didn't were just straight out of school and didn't have any costumes. Oh, they didn't, didn't even try. So like, no they costume, probably got on their no MySpace way. and heard how their buddies were getting free candy, and they're like, oh, we can do this. Oh, wait, wait. Yeah. Um, I, hey, crikey, we can do this. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I just embarrassed myself horribly. Uh, let me read. Uh, let me read one more, and then we'll save the rest for next time. Last night I was getting dinner ready. I noticed the chicken I was preparing looked slightly more red than usual. I didn't think of it. Oh, actually, I featured this on the front page. It's a great story. I didn't think anything of it other than maybe it was a different breed of chicken, or maybe it was fresher than usual. So give the chicken the benefit of the doubt. That's a, always a good idea with chicken. It couldn't be strepilococci or something. Anyway, uh, then I noticed a red spot, and I thought, oh, a red spot on the chicken. But I didn't think about this either. Okay, that's awesome. Uh, other than the chicken cleaners must have missed a spot. Because, <laughs> yeah, chickens have red spots, and they and the chicken cleaners wipe them off before we, we see them. Tyson is uh, cleaning your chickens for you. That's an American chicken company. I just want to let you know. They're feeding you like family. Um, right. I didn't think anything about this either. 
And I wipe my hands on a paper towel, as I often do when handling chicken. Most of us actually wash it with antibacterial soap, but okay. And oddly enough, there was this red stuff on the paper towel. It was then that I finally asked myself, why is there blood all over everything? It must be the chicken cleaner's fault. No, I checked my hands all over, no blood. I Everyone was... blames the chicken cleaner. I know I it. Oh, oh, such a stereotype. Um, so Give I... them a break. They work all day, and you just dump all your problems on them. Cleaning chickens is not a fun job. Be nice to them. So I cleaned everything yeah. up, including the chicken, which returned to its normal chicken color. It's actually a new Crayola crayon. It's going to be chicken. Um, <laughs> then I saw a drop of blood on the counter. Blood on a kitchen towel. Blood on a cutting board. Blood everywhere. <laughs> I was going to bleed to death while unable to find where the blood was coming from. So I started to panic. I started checking everything again, but nothing. Finally, I noticed a red line on one finger where the fold on the inside of one of my fingers is. I washed it out, but there was still no cut, no blood. I checked my hands all over again. No pain, no damage. So I went back to working to cut the chicken, figuring it must have stopped bleeding. Not a minute later, the chicken began to take on a red appearance again, so I called my local chicken cleaner and I cussed him out. No, that doesn't say that. Um, This time, I covered both hands in paper towels as though I was wearing boxing gloves made of paper towels. How do you type with boxing gloves on? Um, I am going to find this leak. I unwrapped the left hand. Nothing. I unwrapped the right hand. There it is. Chicken hungry blood stains. I uh, look and look and the area is formally covered with paper towels. I see nothing. Finally, I see a drip of blood from my thumb. There's a slice on the very tip of my thumb that was in a blind spot. I didn't realize our hands had blind spots, Daryl. But apparently we do. As I rotated my thumb around to look for the cut, I couldn't see it because the cut was at a point of rotation. So apparently, in um, there's a point of rotation on your hand. And uh, Daryl, do you only have one eye? Because I'm telling you, if you had two, I guarantee you'd see it. And I'm not making fun well, of you if you only have one eye, Daryl. But it, it, you need to get that depth of perception thing. It is the coolest thing ever. The only way I could see it was to aim my thumb back at myself as though I was trying to hitch a ride to me. That's pretty funny. And uh, at last, the mystery was solved, and we had Daryl-flavored chicken burritos for dinner. That's so gross. Oh, gross. <laughs> With real Daryl-baked you know, right in. Mm. You, you know what he should have done is had a glass of water, and the water, the water would have spurted out of the uh, out of the hole. Oh, like when you're trying to find a leak at a tire when you're buying yeah, used tires. Yeah. Wow. That, that works in, uh, in cartoons, so why wouldn't it work for Daryl? It does. I love water. Water. You know when you say water, water it actually sounds yeah. a little bit like a guy from New England here in America. So that's pretty right. cool. And also there's okay. a difference. We actually do use an Australian accent when we say when we talk about buffaloes, we say bisons. Mm. But over there where okay. you are, you wash your face in a bison. So No. Yeah. Okay, I get it. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what are you talking about? I better <laughs> That is so awesome. I've been you waiting. know, we don't we don't say basin either, though. We we say sink. Oh, sink. See, that's another so, lie. That's why I didn't get it. There yeah. are so many lies about Australia. We can become. Ah, uh, we could become a an official lie catcher. We could be like a MythBusters for Australia. MythBusters. Yeah. Well, you know, see, we know all your uh, you know sayings and things. All you know from. You know, because we get all the sitcoms, you know, all the American TV shows. Yeah. Seventy-five percent of our TV. Do you get Seventh Heaven? Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. (laughs) 
I've seen that show. See, if you didn't get it, I was going to bust on you like you were missing out on this awesome show. (laughs) (laughs) No. (laughs) So we'll get that. And, uh, you know, I think it's been relegated to uh, lunchtime on a Sunday or something like that. Good. It should be ending soon. I just want to give you some hope. Uh, All right. um, I'll be be in seventh heaven when that's finished. (laughs) Here, here's a button. Uh, a button. Here is a uh, a voicemail from a fellow named Austin. If you guys go back and check, since he's been calling me off and on since October, at he challenged me to send him a button because he's been listening to the podcast since the beginning, a couple of week, and he heard that I have a hard time mailing stuff out in a timely fashion. So he challenged me about a month ago to send him a button um, before. He, he actually heard his voicemail played on the show. And so what I did, if you listen a couple podcasts later, I sent him a letter that looked exactly like the ones I send out when I send out a button, but I put a penny inside. (laughs) And I got it out in a very timely fashion. Yeah, I slapped him upside the head from a few uh, miles away from Virginia to here. So anyway, this is uh, this is his response. He's finally caught up and he's and he's heard all the jokes and stuff at his expense. So here it goes. Hey there, James, uh, fill in the blank, and all my fellow nobodies. Um, so I'm listening to the podcast this week, and I'm suspicious that I may have caught up with myself uh, about the uh, button challenge there, and uh, didn't hear anything, and then sure enough, at the end, uh, sadly, I hear my own horribly sounding voice, and uh, so, James, I hate to tell you, buddy, you didn't quite make it. Uh, challenge is... I don't know. Shall we say it's over? Shall There's we just no take it painfully extended somehow? I don't know. Basically, um, can I have a button? <laughs> Please? No, seriously? Can I have a button? Okay. Uh, you know what? You can have a button when you submit some content. We send out buttons at least one a week to somebody that submitted an awesome email or an awesome voicemail, and uh, begging doesn't work. The only way to really guarantee you get a button is by sponsoring one of our shows. And I forgot to mention, and I'll do it right here at the end, um, Our today's episode, episode 46, is sponsored by Anonymous. And um, the, the message he wanted me to write was, quit making fun of my hat. And he sponsored the show for $5, and you can too, and you'll be named as a sponsor. You'll have a special message read. You'll have a button sent in the mail. You can dedicate a show to somebody or have me say something silly or promote your blog or your website or or your uh, deviant art uh, gallery, whatever you want, and it'll go out to thousands and thousands of people, probably under 2,000. So uh, well, if you're interested in that, check out the website at nlcast.com. I've got to say, I, I feel this guy's pain. Um, I also missed out on a button oh, uh, really? for a different reason. Yeah, because you yeah, live 7,000 million miles away. <laughs> remember I sent the uh, the underwear tornado story. Oh, you, like, yeah. Like show. Yeah. Did, did and, he uh, ever write, draw you a picture? Never. Oh, I didn't ever get it. dude, I'm going to have to email him. So, Scott, Scott, if you're listening, get to work, mate. I know you're busy, but, uh, you know, I want I want a picture. Okay, I will, yeah, I will email right. him. I'll That's email right. him. I don't, I, he I needs don't. to follow through. Cool he can't. Episode. He can't be my podcast hero if he doesn't follow through. So oh, he, he's got a lot. Of, he's got a lot of listeners, and a lot. He's doing about four, five podcasts now these days. So. Yeah, but still, I see why he's busy. Yeah. If there was but money, anyway, in it, he'd do it. Um, let me no see. Bags, let's no let's do. Here's one from uh, Caleb. Let's listen to this one. Hi, nobody's listening. This is Caleb, aka the Real McCoy. Just got finished listening to. 
the latest episode, Mac Attack. Uh, gosh, James, that was a pretty morbid show. I mean, you kept on bringing up dead grandmas and stuff. You really should start a podcast called Nobody's Laughing. What with, like, Amy telling the story about how her dog got killed by another dog and how last week... Tani sent in that story about the one-legged invisible Barbie doll. That was pretty sad. This is starting to get pretty morbid. Yeah, but it's also funny at the same time. Thank you. See you later, nobody's listening. Later. <laughs> Thank uh, you, Caleb. Always hilarious, like always funny. Um, and uh, it bye. should interest all of you guys to know, I guess he wasn't quite done yet. Um, it, it should interest all of you guys to know that um, her... her uh, uh, Connie, or no, the one-legged Barbie doll story um, really, really motivated me to do our Christmas Eve episode about my best Christmas ever. And so if you want to laugh at something that you've wanted to cry at and it, that will torture your dreams forever, then make sure you listen out for our very special Christmas Eve episode coming the day before Christmas. It's already recorded and in the bag, ready to go. Um, let's see. We've got a couple of voicemails. I'm going to have to wait till the end because uh, they're a little long. Let's play this one though. This is from uh, this is from Trevor's wife, Trevor from Canada's wife. Here we go. Let's see what she has to Hi, say. Hi, James. It's Sonia Cameron calling. Yes, Trevor's wife. He told me that I could call in with a funny story, and I have one about him. Thought you might like it. Uh, story goes. Oh, a little bit of background information. We have four cats, uh. and Trevor is by no means a morning person at all. Until like noon. So we get up one morning, getting ready for work, standing in the kitchen, making lunches and stuff for he and I. And he gets up and he's in the shower and he's singing. And I'm looking back going, what is up with him this morning? Singing in the shower? Something's odd. So he comes out of the shower and I go, Trevor, what? What's wrong with you this morning? Like, singing in the shower? Like, and I couldn't even tell what he was singing. And he kind of giggles at me. And he says, well, you know, it's just been one of those mornings. Hey, you've been up for 20 minutes. What kind of a morning are you having? What were you singing anyway? And so he's in the shower singing. Oh, Indy, you came and you bit me while I was trying to sleep. Oh, Indy. Indy being one of said four cats. Anyway, I laughed extremely hard at that because, one, he doesn't sing, and, two, like I said, he's not a morning person. So, a little funny story. Thought you might like it. Have a great day. Bye. <laughs> All right. You know, you have to watch out for those cat people. They're a little different, you know. If you have more than hey, – f- <laughs> don't, don't tell person. me that. <laughs> I knew I've, it was I've coming. Won, I have one cat. I have one cat. Oh, really? You are not a cat person then. You're oh, not. Oh, you oh, have yeah. to have more than one cat. Okay. And I, my opinion is that you are a rarity, though, because I think cats are like Doritos. You can't just have one. And uh, it's like, right. well, the cat people are like Mac people. You can't, you're not a Mac guy unless you only have Macs and you hate every other kind yep. of computer. But if you just have a Mac because it's trendy, you're not a Mac guy. But uh, you're not a cat person. But apparently Trevor is. I would just say this to Trevor's wife, Sonia. Congratulations on not being married to the other regularly occurring guest star on the show because uh, Trevor has never sprayed you with mace in the face while you were pregnant like the other guy did. So 
congratulations on choosing well within the confines and the boundaries of uh, Canada. So congratulations. All right. I think that about wraps us up. We do need to give away a button. Um, My vote today, let's see, out of all of the voicemails and all of the call-ins, let me ask this one question in our chat room. Is... uh, is the real McCoy? Real McCoy, do you have a button yet? Type it quick. <laughs> Come on. Real McCoy. Eighteen. Do you do you have a button? <laughs> Come on. Do you have a button? It's either Y or N. He's like, I don't know if I if I choose wrong. It's not a video game from the eighties where you die every time you mess up. Just answer the question. The real McCoy, do you have a button? Fine, you missed your opportunity. I'm gonna give a button away. I don't know, you get a vote too. What do you think? All right. Well, uh, you know, I thought the loincloth story was pretty funny. <laughs> but I'm not mailing nothing to Scotland. Oh yeah, that's right. Okay, yeah. okay. Well yeah. Anything that comes out of Real McCoy's mouth is funny. So, uh, you know, he, he he deserves a button. You can give him a button, unless he's already got one. Yeah, Real McCoy, yeah, if no. you have a button, um, I will. if you don't have a button, I'll send you one, buddy. Uh, did you, did if, you give a button to Daryl for the, featuring his story on I, the website? I will. I'll tell you what. Daryl, you are my – I'll send you one anyway. So, Daryl, send me your information. I'll send you – I may have given him one on a previous show, but that's Okay. It's okay. If the same people keep sending in stuff, I'll keep sending out the buttons. I keep paying okay. paying for the premium content with the button. Yep. 25 cents yep. is worth your best story. <laughs> All right. Okay. Uh, well, that means we've got to get out of here. Hold on one second, though. Thank you so much for being on my show, Jeff. I hope, oh, thanks for having me. I hope some people will get, I hope it was good. check out podhammer.net. Look him up in iTunes. And uh, become addicted to his type of uh, entertainment. Um, check <laughs> yep. us out. Uh, we do have some news I forgot to mention. Our 50th episode is coming up soon. In, um, also, our one-year anniversary. And we have a contest you can check out on NLCast.com where you can win a free customized 20 by 30 art poster by, done by myself. I do these nobody characters. that You can check them out at uh, drawyoupicture.com. And uh, what we're asking folks to do is find their favorite spot of the last uh, 48 or so episodes, clip it out using a free audio uh, editor like uh, Audacity, and send it to me in an MP3. We're going to choose our favorite couple, and uh, we're going to give away a free nobody to somebody. So if that sounds like something you'd like to do, send that in. Or this is not the end of uh, this is the end of the contest announcement but we'd love to just have you call in and tell us about your favorite moment um in the last 50 episodes so we could play it on our 50th show i'm getting david back i'm going to try to get my sister amy back so we can have a big reunion um in the meantime you can check us out at nlcast.com you can send your emails and stories and stuff like that to nobody's listening to us at gmail.com you can call in to the nobody's calling line at uh, oh gosh, where is it? Two eight one six two nine eight zero eight two three, and uh, leave us an iTunes review if you feel like it. One hundred twenty six. I want to get two hundred twenty seven. That would be awesome. Or uh, just tell a friend about us. That'd be awesome. Uh, Jeff, one more time, buddy. Thank you. Thanks to all the people in the stick cam, and uh, thanks, thanks for listening. Thanks. Thanks for having me. Can I just say, you know, people. 
leave your feedback, leave your emails and calls. Podcasting is all about getting a That's response right. from the community. It makes it worthwhile. Absolutely. So take the effort and, uh, and you know, support James. He does a great show here. And, uh, yeah, thanks for having me on. All right, bud. It won't matter, though. I mean, it was awesome that you said that. I really appreciate it. I know it was from the heart. But the sad truth is that nobody's, nobody's listening. And I lost the ending. <laughs> there it is. Sorry. No, it was me. <laughs> I oh, didn't have my button. I didn't have the button pushed. It's okay. I didn't get it at the right time. No, you did fine. Sad. You did great. There's a lag, and you totally accommodated for it. That was great. Oh, excellent. Cool. Well, it's a long way away, you know. That cord's got to get down the, down that uh, fiber optic cable. That's right. <laughs> well, it's been about ten minutes, and uh, still nothing. So uh, maybe you'll go ahead and you know look at the look at the screen or something, make us feel special or something, because pretty whack. I'm about to play some music. Although Sleeziosis ow, crap, is apparently playing music. I don't know, I've got him muted because he's always constantly Oh, oh wait. Yes. Okay. I think he just fixed it but I'm not sure. Uh, I wish I could delete this message because I'm going to sound stupid but I'm not sure. So I'm going to stop while I'm semi-ahead. I don't know. Everybody in the chat room was like, yay, or something. Maybe. I don't know. Bye. Hey, nobody's listening. This is the real McCoy's brother. Casey, you may know me as Mr. Listening on the forums. Probably not, because I never really post on there. Well, I had a story that I just heard from my karate teacher pretty much yesterday night, and it went like this. So he's teaching at another karate class. Uh, I think it was John Bartlett or something. And he was talking to a bunch of five- and six-year-olds. And he says, your moms and dads love it when you jump in bed and give them lots of hugs and kisses. Wait, Casey, what's this uh, teacher's name? Mr. Lucifer, let's call him. So, um... So this one kid goes home to his mom, and she's single, of course, which really fits the story well. So he jumps in bed, gives her a hug and kisses, and says, that was for Mr. Lucifer. So it came out wrong, and the mom was kind of creeped out at that moment. So thanks for letting me share. Bye. Hi, James, and whoever else is on Nobody's Listening. This is Connie from Ohio. And I, excuse me, I am calling because, well, now it's December, and of course, people consider this Christmas season, and I thought maybe I'd tell you a cautionary tale of Christmas gift giving. Um, I was uh, regularly known growing up to be in... um, an unusual dresser, I guess. I, I uh, sort of pushed the limits of uh, taste. And uh, I guess you could call me fashion forward. Anyway, it's a scary thing what people think are fashion forward, I must say. Because one time I got for a Christmas present a 
red flannel mop cap with a red uh, T-shirt material pajama top with red flannel sleeves and a red flannel heart in the middle of it with white lace around it and a blue bow. Then, to top it all off of this unusual attire, there were red flannel knee-high booties with the lace on the top and the little bows. And I opened it up. I had, I was speechless. I was like, oh, this is just incredibly horrible. But I didn't want to say that because my dad had a ear-to-ear grin on his face, and he said, well, I saw this, Connie, and I thought of you. And I just thought, oh, heavens, thank you. So on a dare, I wore it a couple times, but oh, my gosh, it was just, it was, it's just a cautionary tale. If you think this might look pretty good on somebody, you might want to ask somebody else. <laughs> anyway, thank you for letting me share. Bye. Did you know using your browser in incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy? Take back your privacy with IPVanish VPN. Just one tap and all your data, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be instantly protected. IPVanish makes you virtually invisible online. Use IPVanish on all your devices, anytime you go online at home and especially on public Wi-Fi. Get IPVanish now for 70% off a yearly plan with this exclusive offer at IPVanish.com audio. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.